0: The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. Let me say that again. (laughs) You know what? I had an epiphany uh, today. Okay. We are talking about the tripartite soul. Is uh, Plato's language for the three parts of a human being. Sure. Mind, appetites, emotions.
1: Oh, huh. neat. But we're
0: using head, heart, and gut. Right. Like, like the good Enneagram specialists that we are.
1: Right. I feel like it would take a whole new level of unpacking to go the Plato route. But it's the same thing, basically.
0: It's the same thing. Actually, for all you Enneagram nerds out there, if you want to read The Republic, there's there's lots of good three parts of the human personality sure. going on there. And he goes, uh, I mean, there's the deep dive. Right. But we're hitting the mind today for each of the types. Plato begins with the
1: mind. The mind I wouldn't is- be surprised to find out that Plato thinks the mind is the most important <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> that's, that's true. Mind is what makes everything else work. And so if you get your mind right, I think for Plato, if you get your mind right, everything else will follow. I hmm. suppose you have to have goodness of soul. Cuz goodness of soul is the strength that puts your thoughts into action. You you can you can think about doing the right thing all day long, but if you don't have goodness of soul to actually do it.
1: <laughs> sure. That's a problem. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> mind is big for us in, uh, I suppose you and I, we have, we have started with the heart being the first place. That's where your fear is, and that's where you need to hear the heart's message. Mm-hmm. Those are the two first steps towards health or destruction. Second step, however, is the mind. Right. We move from the fears into the fixations. That's in the fixation is your fear materializing in your mind and beginning to take an anchor. I have a theory pitch. I don't know what this is. This is just uh, something I've been brooding on that I think is a great way to think about my mental life, and so I'm going to thrust it onto all the other types and see if it sticks.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think it'll work.
0: I have found that I, in my mental life, am often thinking about how to solve problems and how to connect with the world. Mm -hmm. This ends up being... In Enneagram language, my coping style, and my affect, or what we might call the harmony triad. The harmony triad focuses on how each type connects with the world. And I want to suggest that's where a lot of our mental life actually ends up sifting things, when, yeah. when we actually get into our heads and start doing mental work. Now, not everybody is thinking repressed like I am, so I might spend a lot more time in these spaces than others, if I'm being productive.
1: <laughs> well, even if you're not being productive, you might spend a lot more time there. Some of the rest of us just do it more efficiently. That's it? Yeah.
0: The coping style. <laughs> coping style and harmony, I'm going to pitch each of the types, pairing these, um, the ways that each type solves problems and connects with the world. And I, I found this really fruitful as yeah. just kind of a exercise. So I would love to see if it sticks. Yeah, I like it. You got anything worth saying about the mind before we jump in?
1: I think that it is really easy. Like like we did this talking about the body and the enneagram on each type, and I think that was that was an easy conversation. And I think it's easy to just sort of get there mentally by just thinking about it uh, a little bit more surface level. But when we start talking about the mind and the heart, it gets a little. Like quite a bit more complicated because we use the mind to process all of the information. So everyone's thinking all the time, always. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily Everyone's not necessarily doing things all the time, always. People don't necessarily have good intuitions, or even trust their intuitions, or even listen to their intuitions. So, so there's a lot more separation there. But with the mind, it, it it's harder to understand. It's harder to think about how we think because we're 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 using a tool to examine the tool. That's what it is. Yeah. But I think this is a this'll be a really good way to start to examine how that process works in each type, at least as a starting point. Yep. Yeah. How does the madman know
0: that they're mad? It's Right. Your your brain would have to function well to actually analyze its functioning. Your your eyeball can't see your eyeball or your right hand can't get a splinter out of your right hand. It's they're they're foundational. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what a lot of Enneagram work is, isn't it? It's thinking about my thinking.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And how am I coming to the world?
1: And and really the the great gift of the Enneagram is that it shows us the unconscious ways that we have built and developed patterns and, and uh, not only actions, but ways of thinking and seeing. And at, at the core of it, this is like this discussion about the mind is about understanding the ways that we understand because we have not thought about that before. It's really easy to take the mind for granted. And this is just trying to, we're just trying to open the door a little bit to see some of the ways that we think. Yeah.
0: I don't know that there's any other part of ourselves that we more associate with ourself Mm -hmm. than our mental consciousness. Right. When I think about my mental consciousness, that is me. Yeah. I have a body I am my consciousness, you right. know. I sort think, sort
1: therefore, of. I am. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's Descartes goes there because you can't both deny your existence and think about your existence at the same time. And so, at least, it's a starting point. Right. <laughs> it's if I deny that I exist, then through thinking, it's a contradiction. And so, right.
1: I think, well, but then there's a whole host of people out there who truly and genuinely believe that we're all in a simulation.
0: True. Well, and that's, uh, yeah. Uh, One of the interesting things about modern thought is Descartes gives you the, if you start with Descartes' first step, I think therefore I am, that's about as far as you get. Then then there's, what do we prove next? I don't know. (laughs) Descartes essentially pitches doubt everything and so that that mental simulation you're stuck in the matrix is is clearly an option that you can't disprove right it's true experience is going on yeah um and that's for those of you who really want a philosophy nerd out you think plato's bad that's going to take you down into the you're gonna have to read the germans (laughs) get into (laughs) kant and epiphenomenon like if you actually want some good so some of you really have a hard time sleeping You have tried all the medications. Man, you are going to the wrong source. Get yourself the prolegomena to any future metaphysic, and that sucker will put you down in two minutes.
1: And that's coming from a philosophy teacher.
0: I just hate reading Kant. Just. It's awful. Okay, so. I'm going to pitch each of these types. Uh we'll we'll talk about the type. I'm going to pitch to TJ what he thinks about them in the mind and then I'm going to throw out my thoughts uh on coping style and the harmony triad. So that's our going to be our rhythm. So great. Well this time we're going to start with the eights. You got thoughts on the thoughts of the eights and how eights come to their minds.
1: Yeah, I have some initial thoughts. Uh so eights are in the body type, but they are next to the head center, so they act on their thoughts and they're farthest away from their feeling center. And and part of this is that, the, so the eights are very quick to think through things and come up with a plan and start acting on that plan. So their mental process, the way they take in information, all of that, it all happens so quickly that a lot of eights don't really even think about how they think because they're already on to what they want to do. So, so all of, all of their, their thought life lives sort of in service to what's the next course of action and, and making a plan and sort of thinking ahead. Like they're very, very forward thinkers and, and they're making plans for what comes next. The
0: coping style of the eight is the same as fours and sixes. They are emotional response triad. Mm -hmm. That is, they want to gain an emotional response from others that mirrors their own. Uh, These types, fours, sixes, and eights, want others to feel the same way that they do. If they don't feel the same way that they do, then they're not trustworthy, yeah? Right. This is not a good place to invest any more energy.
1: Right. Right and especially for eights and especially because for they they are ready to move on
0: the thing that many of us experience with eights is that eights push us especially in stress uh, or going to stress there's going to be a boundary pushing there's going to be an assessment taking place mm-hmm. uh, and so i'd want to say something like this that eights focus their mental energy on conflict in order to get a response, in order to assess through contact the people and environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. That's how they and, gain stability.
1: And uh, and that's another way of saying something that, that we've said many times before, that, that they're testing to see who has the power.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Fully how is- comfortable with conflict, they're, they're, very, they're completely okay with pushing you a little bit to see if you'll push back.
0: So here would be the question... Is that is that a mental activity? I think I think of that more as a physical kind of thing. Like there it's an intuitional experience, but mm-hmm.
1: I think it's a mental processing of yeah. an intuitional experience.
0: That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or that's that's where I'm landing. That's a great way, I think, to think about the mental life of an eight, very mm-hmm. quick and very aware of what needs to get pushed. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about what needs to get pushed in this moment.
1: Mm-hmm and cuz they they take in the world through their through their body center through their intuitions they can read a room they can read the energy of another person they can tell who has the power not by asking questions but but by just being in the room and and part of that that pushing part of that challenging nature that they have is about the places where their energy reading is not picking up enough information So they need to give it a little bit more gas, essentially.
0: So that's the eights coping style. Mm -hmm. The eights are also part of another triad, their harmony triad. They share the same harmony triad with twos and fives. Twos, fives, and eights all expect rejection in their relationships. And in order to connect with the world and with others, they provide something substantive. And so once the eight has figured out the boundaries, then they know how they can act into the world. Mm -hmm. They can now connect to those who they want to connect to by offering them the strength and protection that eights naturally overflow with. Right. Twos are going to offer help. Fives are going to offer information and insight. But eights are going to offer strength and protection. Right. I think Power. Or power, yeah. Yeah. So here's here's a, here's a thought. Is that not what eights are thinking about in coming to the world? How do I test the boundaries? And then where do I exercise strength and power? That seems to me a great way to understand the inner monologue, the inner life, mm-hmm. mental and life of an eight. Yeah.
1: Who has the power? Who needs protection? Uh, where does justice need to be served this is all different versions of the same thing and and it is exactly what you said it's it's um figuring out where are the places that need my power yep yeah bang that's what i got yeah, Cool. <laughs> anything like else
0: worth it's we're, we're saying in that combination
1: i said this at the start the aids are farthest away from their feeling center Mm-hmm. and And eights more than the other more than sevens and threes who are also in that that uh, feeling repressed stance, eights don't understand how their behavior affects other people mm-hmm. and this is part of the, the this is part where the emotional response gets really interesting because eights want to know when they like they they want to be challenged when they are pushing too hard,, mm-hmm. but they also don't understand it because because it it becomes about emotion then, and you have to appeal to the eights mental faculty in that space to help them understand it like this is this is one of the things that eights really need to work on that emotional center and and becoming in tune with Feelings, their own feelings, other people's feelings, in order to be a healthier person. But people who are in a relationship with eights need to understand that that they have to appeal to that mental faculty and they have to do it quickly mm. because this is how eights process their emotion is through their mental center.
0: Yep. I heard two eights last week talk about feeling overwhelmed when things get really, really bad. Would mm-hmm. that count as a feeling To appeal to, yeah, it feels different than like a heart kind of feeling,
1: right? But I think it, I think it is sort of a a a glimpse into a world that they don't understand, and it comes across as being overwhelmed. Oh, whereas once they begin to actually interpret and 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 really get into what they're feeling, they'll be able to pinpoint more specific. Emotions, mm-hmm. but what they experience at first, especially in unhealthy places, is just an overwhelming sense, yeah, yeah, as a side thought
0: uh nines you want to talk about nines in their mental life
1: yeah, uh so nines are uh in the center of that body triad, they take in the world through their intuitions. But they don't engage from that place. They actually engage. They have equal access to thinking and feeling. So, particularly being at the the crown of the enneagram, the top, uh, we often look like I'd identify with nines. We often look like fives and fours. Like we have a lot of five and four in us. We have we see the the rest of the types and identify with a lot of their aspects pretty clearly. And because we have that equal access to thinking and feeling, we, we use our, our mind in very similar ways to the ways that fives do. We use our emotions in similar ways to what fours do. Um, or we engage the world from that place. So a lot of us have very active mental f- lives. A lot of us have very active emotional lives. We're not necessarily in touch with our own thoughts and feelings, but we like solving puzzles. We like uh, engaging those places and, and being the, in those places for other people as well. Um, so, so we process, we, we take in information through the body place, but we, we process it and we engage in that mental space. Um, But because of the amount of energy that we're spending trying to maintain our calm, it's also very exhausting to be in those mental and emotional places all the time.
0: That's where I wanted to go. The exhausting side seems to be where the coping style kicks in. Mm -hmm. Because it's exhausting, I'm going to seek higher ground. I'm gonna try and find some some positive places to rest because at least that's comfortable. Right. And so the coping style for nines is the same as that for twos and sevens. They take on a positive outlook in solving problems. Right. And here it's a very mental task. In order to create mental calm, I'm going to spend positively away from the problems that might get me. This is one tactic. I have for for feeling like things are more grounded and peaceful, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, it's not even necessarily, it's, I wouldn't say higher ground. I don't know that that's inaccurate, but I would say other ground. Away so, from the problem. Yeah, so the positive outlook, the way it, it sort of manifests in nines is like, oh, that thing is not gonna be a problem. Don't, I'm not gonna worry about that. I'm gonna do this other thing instead. Sure. And it's, it's a mental, like it's so nines are really good at narcotizing. So we, um, we think about something else. We, we, we do things that help shut off the things that are causing conflict. So couch potato is a version of narcotizing. Drug addiction is a version of narcotizing. Um, one thing that nines are really, really prone to is getting distracted by the thing that's directly in front of me and and not doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. So if somebody hands me a cup full of chain necklaces that are all in a big bundle, I will spend the next two hours doing that, putting... 100% of my mental and physical energy into unknotting those chains because I don't have to think about anything else.
0: Yeah, would it would it be then safe to say similar to the eights who are mentally focusing on the boundaries to push, the nine is looking for those spaces. Where can I land where the ground is calm?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great way to describe that.
0: Nines are likewise going to have another triad. Their harmony triad, they share with threes and sixes, which is the pragmatic triad. Uh, These three numbers connect with others in relationship. Threes connect with others that make them feel successful. Sixes connect with others that make them feel safe. And nines connect with others that give them the control that they want specifically
1: over their environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that means that we we attach ourselves to people that allow us to do what we want, mm-hmm. that give us the opportunity to sit and untangle chains for two hours. Right. And, and in healthy ways, that means that people who recognize the boundaries that we need to set for ourselves. And in unhealthy ways, it's people who don't mess with us. Mm-hmm.
0: Those seem to me, again to go very cleanly together to describe the mental life of an average nine. Mm -hmm. It's, I know it's exhausting to have to process conflict. And so I move to those spaces, uh, thinking-wise, of where do I find the space where I can be calm for a minute? Where can I find my glass full of chains? Right and how do i find those environments where the people around me aren't going to mess with me and i imagine that just mental life that's a large portion of what's going on yeah
1: right and figuring out how to do that with the least amount of effort involved as well yeah so so that's that's part of the attachment for nines is it it's it's not just attaching to the people who give me those who, who provide me the autonomy that I'm looking for, but it's also attaching to the things that I know work because I don't want mm-hmm. to have to try something new that might, might not work. Right. Here's here's the space that I have existed in and I know how it works. Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. I know how this works. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to branch out of that. I want to figure out how to get back to what works and I I'm I'm familiar with it and I'm comfortable there because it's familiar.
0: That brings in stance in two different ways as you're talking. One, it's your orientation to time. Yeah. Here's yeah, what absolutely. I know, and yep. so I'm going to act in the present on that. Yep. The second, we talked about it with eights, that eights are feeling repressed and that it's coming out in their mental life in in these two triads. But that's all that I hear with the nines is that the action repression of a nine is really highlighted by what's going on in their mental life here. Yeah.
1: Right. Absolutely. The, right. It's it's so much effort to do new things, to to step out of these places of comfort, that I'm going to try to avoid it. That's it. Yeah. Dang, I I hadn't put
0: repression on my sheet, but apparently that that might be. What does it look like to be healthy for each of the types? If you understand that this is the natural way that your brain works, this is the natural gum that it wants to chew. Mm-hmm. You know. It, we need to be aware in our mental life that we can float down towards repression, and that needs to we need to push against that. Yeah,
1: right. All all three of the centers are extremely important. Head, heart, gut—they're all very important, and and getting them to work together is the the lifelong work of each person. And mm-hmm. and when the body is repressed the mind doesn't function correctly. When the mind is repressed, of course it doesn't function correctly. Like like mm-hmm. all three of these w- should be working together in concert and they're not right now.
0: Yep. That actually is exactly what Plato's Republic's about And the word that he uses when all three of the tripart uh, elements of a human soul are in concert is justice or harmony. It's... Great. New Testament word is righteousness. It's every, everything is fit together and working as it should, and there's a sense of, ah, things are as they should be. Yeah, I like that. Shalom. It is shalom. Yeah. You want to talk about ones and their mental life?
1: Yep. Or lack so, thereof. Or lack thereof. It? <laughs> so ones are in, uh, the last of the body triad. Uh, but they're next to the feeling center, so ones act on their feelings, and they are repressed in that thinking space. So this is the first of the the groups that are repressed in the fee- in the thinking, the mental space, and it doesn't mean that they don't think. It means that they struggle with thinking productively. So they're they're action oriented. They're they're behavior centered. They, they take in the world through their intuitions and they want to do something about it and they have feelings, but they think about all of that stuff later. The thinking Mm -hmm. comes later. And this is part of why one struggles so much with the inner critic is because the thinking comes after and criticizes everything that they've done and felt. And, uh, that's that's how that's part of how the mental energy works for ones uh, and and that that becomes this cycle of just thinking about all of the things that that are wrong or incorrect because it's always after it's always a criticism after the things have happened so so their their mental processing is is sort of warped in ways that the don't easily produce good results or data or give them a thumbs up about their behavior. Mm-hmm.
0: That reflection is precisely why I went down this path. One of the things that I've started to notice about my own thinking repression is that I spend a lot of mental energy on what is right because it gives me grounding. And once I have the answer to what is right, I don't have to spend a lot of energy thinking about what's right anymore, or what what I should be doing, mm. or what's what's good to do in any particular instance. And this goes alongside the ones coping style. So again, I identify as a one. Ones share the same coping style. And again, coping style is how do you solve problems with fives and threes. Ones, fives and threes all shut down their emotions and try to solve the problem logically or with competence. Threes are going to ask, what's the goal? Fives are going to ask, what's the data? And ones are going to ask, what is the right thing to do? And the thing that has been turning in my head here is that there's all this mental energy that I have is focusing on what is right because it's going to give me some sort of grounding. And that's why I want to discover what's right is I I want to feel what do I want to feel? <laughs> 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 I want to feel good, but that's—I I don't want to just push right into type. It's—it's—it's. It's, it's, this is where I need to get so that I can make choices in my in my life.
1: Right. Well, and I—I I, I think about it as um, if you're building a house and you dig a big hole and you take a bunch of cardboard boxes and put the cardboard boxes in the place and then start putting wood on them and and build a house on top of those cardboard boxes, mm-hmm. eventually that house is gonna fall down. Mm-hmm. But if you pour concrete in the right places and then put your your wood and whatever on top of the concrete, then you might have a house that actually stands for a while. Mm-hmm. You need to build a good foundation in order for whatever comes after the foundation. Yeah. In the same way, Someone like you, especially a a professional philosopher, if you get your foundation of thinking in place at the beginning, then the way that you process everything else afterward happens correctly,
0: yeah, 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 and in fact, two things: one, most of my work is is focused on foundations. I'm selecting I will select a foundation for myself in my mental life, but I'm real interested in everybody else's foundations as well. Right. And how are they building their house? Right. And secondarily, and you'll know this TJ, I have that very illustration tattooed on my forearm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the um harmony triad that ones are a part of are the idealists. Idealists are the ones fours and sevens. They picture in Ones are going to picture an ideal world that they want to realize. This is how they connect with others, and the world is through ideals. This is how my relationships should be. This is how our family should be. This is how the world around me should be, and that's where I'm connecting with others. And so if I spend a ton of mental energy on what is right, then I'll understand what the ideal is. So when I connect with the world, it'll just easily, naturally flow out of the things that I've already discovered as that foundation that I'm seeking. Right. And that's oftentimes where my mind goes. So even on the like tertiary importance kind of issues, I have a conversation with somebody and it doesn't go very well. And I start rethinking about the conversation. Part of it was, did I perform? Did I do well in this conversation? But even bigger than that is what was the foundation that caused the problems in that conversation cuz that's really what I need to assess. Mm-hmm. And that's how I can get stuck in my head and have unproductive thinking is there's a there's a countless thousands of little things that may have gone badly and I'm trying to to see the the cracks, you know, integrity is a big word for ones and is it, is there are there any places that the water is leaking in cuz i need to address that but it all sp- it seems to me to to come out of this place mhm you got thoughts on that
1: and this is i i think this is the it, it's all the, the professional philosophers version of the one's sort of perfectionism yeah the like the the way that we describe ones in the enneagram community is is like rule followers uh do-gooders, the the type of people that, that follow the rules and, and behave well and, and want to be good little boys and good little girls and, and all of that stuff. And and that is much more behavior-oriented. And and your sort of bent toward philosophy just moves that into, sort of moves it back a few steps to make sure you're starting from the right place. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I I I think it's the I I think it's the same thing. It's just you're you're trying to get there before the behavior actually comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and for everyone else for "quote unquote normal ones, it it starts at more at behavior where it's like we follow the rules, we do the right thing, we pick up litter and 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 make sure we don't get into trouble and, and follow this sort of perfectionist order for like, this is, this is the way you load the dishwasher. This is how you clean the bathroom. This is how you do all of these things. And, and all of that comes from the same place of needing to make sure that you are right because you can see how the world should be. Yeah. And if only everyone did these things and thought this way, then the world would be the way it should be.
0: Yeah. I don't know what is more foundational than that. There's a image of what you think the world should be. Why are you going for this perfect world? There's You don't want to be spoiled. I suppose maybe that's the dark opposite side. Yeah. It's just a real aversion. If I'm living in a toxic world, then I feel like I'm going to be corrupted. That's the fear. Wanna talk about thinking repression there?
1: Well, yeah, that's um see so it gets tricky for you, but I for all ones, it's that that thinking repression gets into trouble because you don't think productively because there's that that idealism paired with this sort of indwelt sense of rightness develops a, a sort of rigidity and like th- this is the place where one's getting tr- into trouble because they, they are certain that the way that they see the world as it should be is the way that everyone should see the world mm-hmm. as it should be. Yep. And that's, that's not how everyone sees and, and they're certain that, like the 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 critic is a real, real hindrance to productive thinking because then you're spending all of your time thinking about how you should have done that thing better instead of what's coming next, instead of just moving on, instead of realizing that the person you were in conversation with is also messed up and they didn't do everything correctly either. And it doesn't matter. And nobody's actually thinking about the word that you messed up. And like this unproductiveness, it it gets stuck focusing on things that don't matter to anyone else.
0: You mentioned it a, a bit earlier, but the thing that goes through my head here is that ones are acting on their emotions. They're acting on their emotions. They're acting on their emotions. mm mm-hmm. Because of that, we find that we often get into trouble. And we're, especially because we're so self critical, we're very aware of when our emotions get out of control, out mm-hmm. of hand, yeah. um, spill over in unhealthy ways. Because of that, one's need systems. And I see this in very different ways, but when talking about rules, it's kind of how that works. It's like, right. I, I need these boundaries by which I can live in, and funnel my energies through them into the appropriate good spaces. Right. The rigidity is the obvious negative that's gonna come out of that way of being in the world. Right. In order to not destroy everything through all of this emotion, I need the systems. But if I give power to the systems, those systems have power, those rules have power, and I become inflexible about them And so some of the most unhealthy characteristics of ones come out of that space. Don't question my rules. Or even worse, these rules apply to everybody, and you're going to obey these rules because this is what's going to make the world better, and you're the part of the problem that needs to be changed if you don't. Yep. Boom. We'll enjoy thinking on that ones. Okay, so twos. (laughs) You got any thoughts on twos in there? mental lives?
1: So twos sort of uh, flip the coin from ones. Uh, So you have, we enter into the heart triad here, uh, the emotion space, uh, sentimentality and relationships. And uh, you still have uh, a type that is farthest away from the head center. But now you have a type that is feeling about the things that they should do. So, so twos are s- not spending their mental energy on uh, much else other than what they can do to help and support the people around them. So their thoughts are about connection and who is in their lives and and who keeps them safe and who owes them favors and... Uh, and and the ways their their thoughts are are more about how to take care of other people than anything else. And so so a big part of two's unproductive thinking is a is the fact that they don't think about themselves. They're always thinking about others, which can get them into a lot of trouble.
0: Uh, I'm going to push into that here in a second because that's important. Yep. The coping style for a two is. The same as nines and sevens, and that's the positive outlook. Here, the twos are going to focus their mental energy on the positive, denying they have a problem or perhaps that other people have an insurmountable problem because they are in their lives, yeah? I'm in your life, and so I can elevate you out of this morass that you find yourself in. This problem isn't that bad. Let's do this together. There seems to be an optimistic Um, side to this because the two also, like fives and eights, will shut down their own needs in order to meet the needs of others. Twos are going to be part of the harmony triad that is the uh, relationists, twos, fives, and eights, shut down their own needs, meet the needs of those around them. That is, they are moving against the rejection that they expect from others by being caring, by being supporting, by by being all that the those around them need and that's how they connect with the world
1: right and by minimizing problems they are allowing themselves to become more necessary that's where it is yeah it's i part of it, it like in unhealthy ways it's i can take care of this problem for you therefore you need me yep um it's also like there are things that we can do we don't have to focus on this problem like that's that's a big part of how their their positive outlook comes out mm. is there's not a problem here we can just we can, we can just work we can do things to solve this problem we there's and not even necessarily solve but um if there's always some someone to serve then you never need to focus on what things are going wrong.
0: Ooh, See, I would, I'm going to back up for a second because this was an epiphany for me. Say it's the case that, that I'm a two and my child has a severe drug addiction. Mm-hmm. In reality, the two may not have the tools or ability to help their child with the severe drug addiction. Correct. But I can imagine a situation in, in which the two minimizes that drug addiction and its severity through a positive outlook. Right. And the reason that they would do that is because then they become valuable in the life of their child whose affection they long for. Right. And they expect yeah. that child to reject them, and so by being optimistic, they create space, and then by offering support and care, that's how they connect.
1: Yes. This is where this is this is called codependence. And this yeah. is twos are the most likely to have issues with codependence. Um, I think it's also the case, like, getting away from codependence as the only expression of this positive outlook. I think there's also, like, twos will ignore their own problems by serving other people. Mm, uh, yeah. Twos yeah. twos will get away from the things that that they are struggling with by finding someone else to help.
0: Yep. And that's another quality of fives and eights as well. So the harmony triad here, the relationists, all of them have that characteristic Mm -hmm. of not taking care of themselves, but pushing for what their their chief, what their intelligence center's desire is, yeah? So the two wants affection and attention from others and will deny every other desire they have to get it right fives want security will deny every other desire they have to get it eights right. want control will deny every other desire to get it right and that's how they engage the world right nothing wrong with that in theory but it right like everything it can become
1: unhealthy in practice it can get unhealthy real
0: quick right yeah. and the other two triads have their downside as well maybe we'll we can talk about that in a second
1: Right. And this is also a good window into understanding twos and pride, because yeah. notice that all of this is is a focus on the two sort of shielding themselves from problems and making themselves the focus of how to solve them. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Let's talk about then thinking repression in the life of a two on this front. Twos will be quite unique. In fact, as is often said, uh, twos don't have an anchor in the head triad. None of their wings or arrows are five, six, or seven.
1: Right. They don't have a dynamic movement toward anything that in that head center. And and so twos are actually, twos struggle with this probably the most of all the types, of, of their sort of the way that they sort of unproductive think. But their their unproductive thinking comes in them not thinking about themselves in good ways. And so um, Suzanne Stabil says the the I really love this line that she has sort of developed as a mantra for herself is what is mine to do. And and that comes from a lifetime of recognizing of, of doing the work to recognize that she spends, that two spend all of their energy focused on what other people want and need and, and how to get that for them. And, and they don't think about what their actual role in any given scenario should be and And so so part of that that unproductive thinking for twos is about focusing on the like the wrong ways to think about those kinds of things. Mm. and so so twos need to do work of of, of getting rid of uh, like like clearing the attic is a really good thing, like like doing journal pages at the beginning of the day and just throwing them away, just just clearing out the cobwebs so that you can spend real time thinking about who you are, what you want and what you need, and then what your role is in the lives of the people that are around you. Because if you're only thinking about protecting your, your drug addicted kid in ways that serve them, then you're not thinking about how to actually get that person help. Mm -hmm. And you need to, to clear out those cobwebs so that you can recognize that there is a problem here that you can't solve. That's a
0: great way to pair the mental life of it too with humility and the virtue that really needs to be embraced there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I like that. Yeah. Anything else on thinking repression here?
1: Yeah. Figuring out ways to, to, to develop that, that thinking space is so, 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 so important. For the mental life of a two, yeah, I don't
0: have anything to add. That's good. Um, threes, how about threes in their mental
1: life? So threes moves us to the center of that heart triad. So much like nines, threes take in the world. They they observe and they 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 process the world from their feeling center. Uh, the how other people view them, how the emotions and the the relationships that are around them that's that's how they take in the world but they don't engage the world from that same place they engage from their thinking they have equal access to their thinking and their doing so they take in everything through that emotional space and then they make a plan to do things mm-hmm. so threes are great goal setters they're thinking about the future they're they're forward moving what's how how am I going to get to that next thing that that people will tell me I'm great for? Mm -hmm. A lot of threes will have this really intense and fast and forward-thinking mental process that is ready to go and ready to make a plan, much like eights, like very quickly moving um, threes, process information very very quickly and and they're they they've got they've got a plan they've got a plan for whatever you're thinking about
0: like ones gonna shut down their emotions solve the problem logically right when they're confronted with problems but here as as you're saying it's about the goal it's about the solution it's about what's most practical and effective
1: what do we need to do to make sure we look good yeah and
0: that's the foundation that's really there. The reason that we're going for the goal for success is because this is going to get us the value and attention that we seek in the, the eyes of others. Right. That's the coping style is I'm going to shut down my emotional life and really focus mentally on that. The way that threes connect with the world, the harmony triad, is the same as sixes and nines. They are pragmatists, so they are going to connect or try to keep connected to sources of success and affirmation. Who's going to make me look good, and who is it that's going to give me the praise that I desire?
1: Right. These are the things that work. These are the the relationships that, that help me achieve my goals, and these are the things that I'm going to attach to.
0: Real clean pairing there. Right. My mental life is all about... Finding effective solutions. Why do you want effective solutions? Because I need to know what I connect to that gives me the success and affirmation I want. Right. It feels like a lot of the mental processing of a lot of threes. And right. that, you know, what, that rat wheel, just click, 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 click. is where I'm focused. Yep.
1: But it also means that they are not paying attention. So they're in that aggressive stance. They are feeling repressed. Yeah. They are heavily invested in making sure that their behavior is such that people will praise them, but they're not as invested in planning for what happens when people don't like them. Oh, well, that's, they're, they're, that's not going to happen. Right, <laughs> because they're going to do everything they can to make sure that, that people care. So they're yeah. not paying as much attention to how their behavior affects people negatively. They're heavily focused on what will get them praised. They're not as focused on what will on on when things go badly. And this is part of this is the other side of that attachment thing. So the the pragmatism mm-hmm. when things work and are good, they attach to that when they find people in their lives that don't think they're awesome, they're either going to do everything they can to win them over, or they're just going to detach. Yep. They're going to cut them off and move on. Yep. And that's actually much more likely for threes.
0: And that's the same move for sixes and nines. If right. you're not making me feel safe, you're, you're cut off for the right. six. And if you're not giving me the control I need, you're cut off for the nine. Right. The thing that I'm hearing here, and I wanted to bring it up with twos as well, is that underneath all of this is a response to shame. Twos, threes, and fours, the heart triad, the underlying feeling is shame. Twos and threes, it materializes differently in their lives. Threes, it's going to focus on the future. Because I've felt this way in the past, I don't want to feel that way ever again. So I'm going to focus on the future and what do I need to do to ensure that I never feel that way again. Right. And for twos, it's what do I need to do right now in the present to make sure I never feel that way
1: again? Right. And and like that goal setting, making a plan, yep. the, like the, the objectives list, like like here are the things to check off. This is how we get away from the possibility of shame is if we always have a goal that we're working toward. Yep. And that's, yeah, the, the mental life feeds this and, and it's 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 a it's mentally running away from the shame that's in the rear view mirror.
0: <laughs> might be worth re-listening to eight, nine and one and think about anger in this same way as being a very propelling energy for all the, the mental life that and all the things we were talking about there. Sure. I mean there the eight mental life is protecting myself from all the things out there. The nine mental life is both protect. What What is it? Has the anger materialize in the mind? You're asleep to the anger. You're trying right. to find, I mean that's what it that's, is. You're trying to find the spaces that don't have anger.
1: Part of the positive outlook. Yeah. We're trying, we're ignoring the anger because it's too much energy.
0: There it is. Yeah, And because one's anger is directed inwardly, they're trying to find the right thing. And the right thing is going to protect them. It's going to give them grounding. Boom. Well, that brings us to fours. What goes through your mind with thinking about the mental life and energies of the fours?
1: So, fours bring us closest to the head triad, but we're still in the heart space. So, Mm -hmm. fours feel all of their thoughts. So, fours are right next to the head triad, but but being in that heart space that their the world that they live in is about emotions about connectivity about relationships about how other people see them and all of their their thought life is filtered through that emotional center <laughs> So, of course, all people think, all people process information, but, but fours do it in this really interesting emotional way. And this is part of what fuels the fact that, that fours are the most comfortable sitting in grief, in, in sadness, in the darker places, is because that is just another way to process information for them. It, it's just sort of the, the darker side of thinking but it it's still uh, it it's real. It's um Fords are very concerned about authenticity and, and in this in this way, like thinking about or or feeling their thoughts, even the bad ones, is a completely comfortable space for them because they feel all of their thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. Pushes for me again into their coping style. Fords are gonna have the same coping style as sixes and eights. They want others to have the same kind of emotional response they do to the thing that's problematic. Explain this for fours. I I always get the language wrong, I feel like, with with fours, but where eights want essentially people to feel angry about the same things they feel angry about and sixes want others to feel fearful, perhaps, of the same things that they see as problematic. Mm. What do fours want in terms of an emotional response from others?
1: I think this is um and we're I'm getting ahead of us a little bit here, but I think this is part of where the idealism comes in is that fours want people to feel most truly like they do yeah like it it's 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 a it's again part of that authenticity fours want other they want to know that other people feel as deeply as they do, yeah about the things
0: and in- I I feel like some of that is about themselves. It's not always about themselves, but I want you to feel the way I do about myself.
1: That's that's a big part of it because cause they're in that heart center. It is still oh, about it's attention. There it is. Right. It's yeah. it's still about attention. Yep. But it's not necessarily that that's not necessarily a requirement. Okay. It's it it could be a depth of emotion toward a similar event or, or um, experience like this is, this is why there are so many artistic expressions within four types. It's because they want, they want to express something that other people also can experience. So you have songwriters, you have painters, you have photographers, Uh, uh, a lot of the fine arts, come out in fours and it's not a requirement you don't have to you don't have to be invested in the fine arts in order to be a four but this is one of the places where they get to express something true about the world about their own experience and and hopefully someone else will see that and 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 feel the same things that they do
0: it's a great illustration for that and in terms of what art is. Right. Because art is, it's where we get the word artificial. You're you're making something. It's not reality. You're making something else. But what you're making is a means by which somebody else can see the world the same way you do. Here is the world I see. Do you see the same thing I do? Right. And that could be the world out there. It could also be, you know, if I do a self-portrait, it would be the same thing. Right. Um, so Van Gogh, let's say that Van Gogh's a, a four, and he's painting himself. There's going to be emotion in that picture, and that's a wanting to be seen. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and this is this ties into this comes back to four's sort of m- most intense internal desire is to be understood. Yeah, and and when fours create an experience like that for other people. Part of that emotional response is that they want to be understood. And if somebody else has the same emotional experience that they do, then at least for a moment, they are understood. Yeah.
0: That's connection right there. Right. Yeah, so paired together, I'm gaining that emotional response. That's my coping style. And it's about the ideal that I'm pursuing. Right. What would that be? The ideal vision of myself in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Um fours like fives and nines are action repressed. How would that materialize then?
1: Well, this is they they spend their time in their emotionality and they don't do things. Like they they don't make decisions and act on them as easily because they're so comfortable spending that that time, spending their energy in their emotions. They're fine with being there instead of Instead of doing something to solve the problem, they're fine with staying in the emotionality of the problem,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which can be really bad. But like, if if your spouse just died, that can actually be a really, really, really good thing because you need to sit in the grief. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's, It's again, it takes wisdom to know when, when to rest, when to act in the rest. Is there an element of if I were attractive enough, people would come to me if I was beautiful enough if i was i say that not in a you know a physical appearance way,
1: right I, not I mean, in a superficial kind of way yeah i think I think this is uh, part of this is where the idealism comes in is that they they so desperately want to be understood, but they also have a f- intuitive sense of their own individuality and, and the individuality of everyone else. So, so fours understand more clearly than the rest of us that each person is, is a unique and beautiful snowflake. And this is part of why fours have oftentimes have the hardest time with the Enneagram, because how dare you reduce the complexity of billions and billions of humans down to nine different types. So, the idealism there of this is how beautiful the world is. Why don't you all see it combined with that, that sense of not being truly understood and just, just desperately wanting to be understood. They sort of come to a head in this place where they feel like they're missing something that everyone else has that makes everyone else's lives easier. Mm-hmm. Better, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Brings us to fives. Fives seem to be the the number most often associated with their mental life. Sure. Uh, what's yeah. the what's skinny on fives in the mind?
1: Well, we get to move into the head triad. We made it. Um, We're now at the <laughs> head triad, and uh, fives are fives are on the other side of that coin from fours where fives think about their feelings and they are action repressed they're they're repressed in their body center so fives actually spend most of their time in their head because they are like that is how they take in and and process and and engage with the world is through that head center they they think about whatever feelings they might have, and they they don't act on them and it gets like the the more and more you sort of peel back this onion the 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 more sort of invested in the mind fives are so fives are very interested in like the thing that they want at the core of them is security and and how they have sort of figured out how to get it is by collecting and protecting their resources. And often what this means is by having enough information. Mm -hmm. And so fives want to spend their their time, like they want to learn about how things work before they try to use the thing. They, they want to focus all of their mental energy on a particular thing in order to understand how all of the pieces fit together because they are so interested in data, in information, and in categorizing that data, because the world can make sense so long as we put the information in the right places. And and if we do that, then we'll all be safe.
0: makes sense that the five's coping style is going to be similar to ones and threes, where they're going to shut down their emotions and try to solve the problem logically. Of course.
1: there's There is going to be a logical solution. We just have to find it.
0: Ones are going to focus on a very value-oriented idea, which is what is right. And threes, also value-oriented. What's the goal? And goals are always shifting. What is right can be subjective. But fives want to get really foundational and and hit the data. Right. What are the facts? The facts,
1: if I know them, are going to keep me safe. Right. And this is... So fives being sort of... Like the, the, the emotional center is secondary, but they're still like, because of the way that they process the world, the way that they take in information and, and, and sort of see everything, they are the most likely to be truly objective. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this, this shutting down the emotional center to solve problems is part of that. They are, more than all of the other types, they're, they're able to follow where the data leads regardless of the outcome. Like so yeah. much of the rest of us bring our own stuff to how we wanna solve our problems. Like right. you said, ones have a like an inherent rightness of how to solve this problem. Threes are going to have a success orientation. Fives don't care about those things. Where does the data lead? Yeah, there's going to be
0: a presupposition here by the fives that if I understand reality, I'll be safe. And even perhaps that I observe that other people's emotions often get in the way of them being safe or sound or having their stuff together.
1: Right, or interpreting the information correctly.
0: Well, in there, uh, perhaps it just builds on itself that right. every time I see people interpret information correctly, it serves them well and gets them where they need to be, and that's how I need to do things as well. Right, that observational character comes out.
1: Emotion just gets in the way.
0: Yeah, I have observed yeah. that emotion gets in the way, and therefore I
1: just go down that that path. Right.
0: Fives are part of the relationist. Triad for their harmony. So like twos and eights, fives expect rejection in relationship, and they move towards others by offering them something. Eights offer power and security. Twos offer care and support. Fives are going to, as you'll probably guess, op- offer thoughtful analysis and a rational perspective. Right, And that's caring for the people around them. I can find spaces where I can connect to, to people who I expect rejection from. But if I can say, here's what I think about these things and I've done the work, that's a place of connection.
1: Right. And this is, it's it's actually, this is, it's really, really easy for the rest of us to misinterpret the cold presentation of data from fives as being that and not them genuinely trying to move toward us in relationship, mm. like yeah. like fives don't care about us enough to speak up when, like, they don't care enough to offer information to people they don't care about, mm-hmm. and and if if fives are engaging in a way that, like, th- this is part of how they engage in relationships. And and it's really easy for the rest of us to to misread that, and it's because they're they're they expect rejection. They expect that that their their stuff is too much for other people to handle, so they're trying to give us something that we can use that will be valuable to us, mm-hmm. and that's like that's the this is what's valuable to them therefore they think it's what's valuable to the rest of us yeah this is part of how how this is how fives engage with us i've
0: considered the data and this is important and it's again we i always come uh, i'm I'm sorry for all of you fives who are sick of hearing about warren buffett and bill gates but again it's the case hmm. that this is entirely who they are in the world right. buffett is out there giving financial advice about about the market that is easily translated into, <laughs> you know, real action right. that might even be detrimental to to him. I mean, he's, here's here's where I think things should go or are going, you know, and, and yet connecting with others that way. Uh, Gates is even more so, here's the data about climate change. Here's the data about diseases, you know. It's being offered because that's how he connects with others in the world. Right. Bang. Fives, however, are also action repressed. How, how does that yeah, come and, forth here?
1: And which means that they, they give us the data, but they don't do anything about it. Yep. <laughs> and that's the... Uh, it, it's easy to describe fives as sort of the ivory tower types, the ones who spend all of their time studying. And and part of that is that they I mean, they... They need to understand something fully before they engage in it, which often means that they never engage. Right. And this is is part of how it's easy to misinterpret their attempt at relational engagement is because it looks to us like an indifferent presentation of information because there's often no action behind it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good word. Uh sixes. What do we say about sixes in their mental life?
1: Sixes bring us to the center of that head space. So uh again, like threes and nines, sixes take in the world through their data processing center, but they do not engage the world through their data processing center. They they have equal access to feeling and doing so uh like ones and twos they're actually thought repressed they're very bad at thinking productively but they take in the world through that space through the like what does this information mean what are what's the what's the data here that that we need to collect and then they have feelings and and make plans about it um so so sixes actually get stuck in these these fun um sort of thought spirals where uh like they they because they don't productively think they actually start to think about how this is going to go badly and ruin everything. And that's that's part of how um we describe sixes as being the center of uh, their their biggest struggle being fear, but I think it's actually doubt. And when doubt creeps in and takes over your thought life, it means everything is breaking.
0: Again, that movement that you're describing pushes them right into how they solve problems. Uh, sixes, like fours and eights, are going to have a coping style in which they want an emotional response from those around them. So, sixes are going to focus their mental energy on having their doubts, their fears validated. Like, I understand why this thing may fail. I understand how this thing may be a threat. If others share my sense of doubt and fear, then I feel more secure because now I'm part of a community that gets it. And if you don't understand this is something that needs attention, then, well, well, that's not a safe place to be, yeah?
1: Well, and even, yes, and even more than that, if you can engage me in these places where I'm struggling, then I know that I'm a little bit more safe around you. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you can, if you understand or at least stay with me in this space where I, I don't really understand how my fear is sort of eating itself, then, then this is a, if you can be here with me in this, then I am a little bit more safe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushes into their, the harmony triad that they're part of. If I know who is safe, I know who to connect to. And right. so sixes like threes and nines are going to be pragmatists. they are going to find those that they connect to who provide what they want most. So threes want attention, nines want control, and sixes want security. And right. so when they discover who's trustworthy, they connect to them. And because they're earners, like ones and twos, they will serve and gain safety from from those they serve, yeah.
1: Right, do what it takes to, to earn the safety that you're providing.
0: But again, thinking through that as the mental life of a six, that this is where it's always going is how do I, and I, I know this in terms of, Sixes in my life who verbally process like I do, yeah. a lot of that is emotional response, problem solving. It's have right. you thought about this and this and that's actually they're 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 fishing for a response from me to see whether or not I am the sort of person trustworthy, reliable in their lives, and if so, then they'll connect
1: in ways that sixes connect. Right. Well and and we didn't talk about this much we didn't talk about the out loud processing with ones and twos at all mm-hmm. but but this is also part of how they it's it's sort of like outsourcing the yeah. the thing that they're, they're the worst at like yeah. ones twos and sixes need to verbally process because they 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 aren't doing it well in their own heads right and and sixes it's because they don't they don't trust their own thoughts, like they don't they they have doubt that the way that they're thinking is okay, acceptable, functional, safe, whatever. Like they mm-hmm. they don't they don't trust themselves, and and they think out loud to try and get validation from the people in their lives. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I suppose we just brought it up, but thinking repression here is about their. Uh, underlying feeling and that feeling for fives and sevens as well is fear right so there's the feeling of fear that needs to be addressed in the present moment always in the present moments ever changing this is one of the problems with ones twos and sixes being reactive types is they're constantly reacting in the Mm -hmm. present moment to either their anger shame or fear Mm -hmm. it materializes as as this thinking repression they're not doing productive thinking about it right Bang. Brings us to the sevens. Uh, what's the skinny on sevens in their minds?
1: So sevens, we cap off the mind center. Uh, they take in everything. They engage. The, like that, like That is their primary center, the, the mental space. And then they're right next to the body, the action center. So they are constantly thinking about what they're going to do and they're farthest away from their emotional center. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sevens are uh in that in that space of uh trying to figure out how to come to grips with their fears. The thing that they're doing is making a plan to get away from it. Mm. Like they they are often like they have their foot out the door all the time because they have s- the next thing that they're getting ready to go to. And, and they're constantly thinking about their very future focus. They have a lot of plans, a lot of ideas, a lot of things that may never come to fruition, but they're, they're constantly spinning about what could be next.
0: Again, there's their coping style. They're part of the positive outlook triad alongside right. twos and nines. If that next adventure, that next adventure is going to be amazing. It's right. a great pace, place to make my house.
1: Right. Why worry about the, the bad thing? We could just go to the next thing. There's always a next thing.
0: So the mental energy is just on the positive things ahead, and that's how you solve problems. Mm-hmm. Sevens are going to be part of the idealist harmony triad alongside ones and fours, and so they're going to elevate the ideal adventure. They're going to push into the ideal of this would be the most enjoyable thing coming
1: up. Right. Right. That that positive outlook plus getting away from the fears. Like there's, there's always something that could be better than what's happening right now.
0: And again, the ideal is how they connect with the world. All of the harmony triad, this is where I'm connecting with other people. It's where I'm connecting with the world itself. I'm connecting mm-hmm. with the adventure, and I'm connecting with others. Oftentimes with sevens, it's, being that Pied Piper character of, hey, let's go and do
1: this next thing. It's going to be amazing. Right. Because they, they don't just want to enjoy everything themselves. They want everyone else to have their their own best life too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Underlying feeling for sevens like fives and sixes is fear. In order to be beyond the fear
1: it's i'm going to live in the future yeah right and and like we i i really like to describe like the, the big thing about sevens is their concern about getting stuck mm-hmm. and this is this is the place where their fear lives is that they get worried like their 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 fear is that they won't be able to escape the mm-hmm. things that aren't good, great, the best, the most fun, the most whatever. There that that they won't they won't have an opportunity to move past that. So so you can have hard conversations with sevens, but their the 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 way that their fear is sort of coming through there is that that, that hard conversation will never go away. Mm-hmm like that, that they won't be able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's part of why they're looking for the exit. That's why they have a foot that's out the door. That's why they never say, yes, I for sure will be at that thing you invited me to. Mm-hmm. It's always, probably, maybe, I'll try to make it because, because they, they need to make sure they have the opportunity to get away from the things that they don't. Want to deal with, or yeah, that they don't get stuck in the unpleasantness.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk a lot about fixations, but as you're talking, the fixation for the seven is scheming, right. and the ne- the negative mental, unhealthy mental activity for a seven is scheming, and that's clearly why that would be such a temptation, such a trap,
1: right? There's always something better that we could be doing.
0: Now, sevens are also feeling repressed, like threes and eights. How does that materialize coming out of this this kind of thinking?
1: So oftentimes, especially at the beginning of studying the, the Enneagram sevens, don't understand why they would be called feeling repressed because they're totally fine with all of the good feelings. It's the bad feelings that they don't want to have any part of. And that's, you know, half. That's half the feelings. So um, the, the idea here is that, that being feeling repressed, that because they are trying to avoid hard spaces, they're always trying to avoid the unpleasant feelings, which means they're out of touch with that feeling space. Mm. If, if you're avoiding half of something, you're avoiding all of it. And in the same way, like I mentioned this with, with threes and eights, that that they don't understand how their behavior affects other people. Sevens, in in their their exuberant desire to make sure that other people have the best possible experience, like they they are they want to bring everyone else along on the adventure. They don't understand that what they're that oftentimes they're actually dragging other people along (laughs) on that adventure. Mm. Or when they are leaving something unfinished in order to move on to the next thing, they're actually leaving other people behind that now have to take over the thing that they left unfinished. Right. So, so they're, their disconnection from the emotional center has a lot to do with relationships, and they don't understand how their behavior affects other people. Mm. That's a great answer.
0: And lo and behold, we have uh, come full circle.
1: We did it. I don't I think I've was ever quick. used
0: right. We're flying. We're getting. <laughs> we we went through three triads for each of the numbers. That's yeah. twenty-seven points of information. And we even threw in some underlying feelings, which is a fourth triad. That's Intelligence Center.
1: Yeah. <sighs> you
0: we, TJ, we got skills.
1: We, we got, got skills. We, it. we did it.
0: <laughs> pat ourselves on the back there. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts on, on the mind and Enneagram types?
1: We all think. We keep saying this, we all think, we all use our minds. Um coming to terms with the way that you process data and observe the world and and make sense of the information that that you're taking in being able to name that being able to to know what that is it's it's a big part of the step toward health and wholeness yep like just 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 being unaware being blind to being asleep to how you think just means that you're asleep to part of your life Mm -hmm. and it's it's good to spend time and energy observing how you observe Mm -hmm. use the tool to assess the tool it's a good word it's probably going to take some work that's (laughs)
0: right (laughs) not only is it probably going to take some work i'm not sure that this isn't the whole of really getting better as a human being, at least its core and essential, if, if not the whole, uh, the Christian tradition, which we come from says that transformation is really here. It's, you know, you need to be renewed in your mind, your mental life, your thoughts about the world, others, yourself, the God that's real. When that happens, when you have the healthiest possible views of those four things, I don't know that you can help, but be in proper relationship
1: and if you're not if if you are just asleep to that then this might as well be a simulation and yeah. you might as well be a battery for a race of machine beings
0: <laughs> we can we can uh, either we can do a deep dive into the matrix experiment it machines. would be short i think
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i love me some matrix um well friends it would mean the world to us if you take two seconds and write us a brief review and give us some stars on your podcasting platform of choice. Actually, I realized this just yesterday that only iTunes gives stars. So here's the thing. If you don't actually listen to us on iTunes, would you go to iTunes just for five seconds and just put stars there for us? It would it would mean the world. You are our target audience because there ain't no stars on Spotify. Um, actually, the best thing you could do is just share... This episode with one person as we were talking, I was thinking this is actually one of the better topics for somebody who's kind of middle of the road. If they can get into the vocabulary where we hit, again, we hit four triads in right. some of the real struggles. This might be a great episode to share with somebody who has done some introductory work, wants to go to the next level. If you share it with just one person, it means the world to us. Um, you can find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org and shout outs on the Twitter and Instagram are always appreciated and that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. I'm Jeff Cook and who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are because that's where the gold is. will
1: come burning with power.